0: adamantium adam what time is it it's podcasting time that's right it's podcasting time this is just another friday night i am cm chuck alongside me the always unbreakable one adamantium adam hey guys it's friday yeah let's have have a good one let's open up a beer yeah absolutely uh, let's have a good one uh double a here already opened up his beer (laughs) i'm gonna open up mine we're gonna clank a few together. Uh, Guys, a very special weekend coming up, 4th of July weekend. Happy 244th birthday to the good old United States of America. United States. Yes, yes, yes. So, double A. let's not waste any time. Let's get right on into it. Adrenalize me what happened in the Just Another Friday Night social media world. Okay,
1: so we got a few likes. Uh, CM, you'll probably like this a lot of comic book guys. Yeah. Uh, The... Brian Michael Bendis, the probably this generation's Daredevil writer Mm -hmm. Um, for sure. Yeah, his stuff on Daredevil, his stuff on the Ultimates. Guys, check it out. He had a pretty he had a run on Superman recently. He's with DC now, but uh,
0: check out his Daredevil stuff. You're good when they give you when DC says you can write Superman, you can write Big Blue. I feel like that is a a a badge of honor. Uh, But the man created Miles Morales. I mean, a huge writer on the Ultimate Spider-Man. Aliens too, right? Yep, great yeah. alias. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you watched Jessica Jones on on uh, Netflix, who was played by, um, I forget the gal from Breaking Bad or whatever, but uh, oh. yeah, Jennifer
1: Gardner notes that she did. Uh, I'm sorry. No, no, you're right. I was thinking, yeah, Jessica Jones. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yes. yes. Jessica Jones. I can't remember her name, but she's uh, she uh, is the one that um, ODs and um, yeah. Walt does not
0: turn her over, right. so she
1: chokes on her vomit. Yeah, because-
0: uh Walt yeah. doesn't want jesse sidetracked there
1: and so. uh if any of you guys seen she's out of my league uh she's the bitchy best friend yeah uh, the blonde hair yeah. and
0: she's great as jessica <laughs> jones in jessica jones, yes, jones on netflix yeah. uh but the comic book was called alias and she's like a detective and that was a really great book i yeah. read that too whenever yeah. uh under the max imprint um which we're going to talk a little bit more yeah. in a second uh we also got dan jurgens uh cm
1: i mean the death of superman Probably the right. most well-known Superman story there is, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, and he did a really great Thor run, too, in the 2000s. That was really, really good. Uh, so check that out. And then We, we got, both had uh, the pleasure of
0: meeting him, I believe. Uh, no, just time. UCM. Just oh, UCM. really? Okay. I yeah. You well, when
1: we went to go meet Jim Lee and uh, – Brian Michael Bendis and Frank Miller, he was only going to be there at Sunday.
0: Ah, that's right. So
1: I did not get to meet. I think you went to Houston and you got the pleasure of meeting yeah, him Yeah, in at,
0: at Houston, that's right. Yeah, yeah, so
1: that was very awesome. Super cool. Uh, a heavyweight in the comic industry. Big time. Big time. CM, uh, so yeah, we got a Green Lantern uh, team up uh, that we got liked. Writer Ron Mars and... Artist Daryl Banks. Oh, nice. Uh they did a lot of work during the Kyle Rayner era. Okay. Green Lantern. Okay. Okay. If you know Ron Mars, he's the one that did where Hal Jordan turned uh to Parallax, mm-hmm. wiped out the Green Lanterns, and Kyle Rayner, they uh Ron Mars created Kyle Rayner, who was kind of like our generation's Green Lantern. Uh, yeah. A badass character. I love Kyle, he was my favorite uh Green Lantern. Uh, he comes out again in Adventures of Superman in that one nice. episode. That was a very cool. Uh, he was a comic book artist. Uh, see him, really? If you remember? Yeah. So no, I don't remember. So that. out of like that's all the a... Green Lanterns, his imagination is probably the best because yeah. you know obviously that's his job. So <laughs> and he ends up becoming like right now I think he's like the most powerful Green Lantern. So he still has a ring. Yeah, but race, he, so. he yeah. So they broke up like in colors. Okay. Well, now he's like he's almost like the spectrum himself. Oh, so he I see. can tap into any of those powers. Very so cool. yeah. So Kyle became a really big heavyweight. So pretty cool. Awesome. Uh Rob Layfield. Hey, I know we said it last week I and mean, but man, I love Rob Lee. Oh yeah, man! Artists is art. Are
0: amazing. Amazing yeah. artist. Um, some of these people, it's kind of like a round two for us. But uh, I mean, it's just so. I, yeah, I really love. Really cool. Liefland. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's awesome to get those guys.
1: Rob Lee yeah. a lot of times. I just buy it just for the artists. and mm-hmm. he's one of those guys where I just buy it a lot of
0: times for the art. Yeah. So you can thank him for Deadpool. Yeah. I mean? yeah. So if you're a Deadpool fan, but for sure, cool, yeah. awesome, so, yeah. So, that's it yeah that's it okay yeah. great great awesome we're good we're kind of having to shorten the list guys like we always say every time we want to give you more show and get mm-hmm. you know uh we could do thank yous probably yeah we hour. can yeah <laughs> we, want, we just kind of want to say the newer ones that we got yeah so, so very cool on that awesome uh a little bit of light news um in addition to being america's birthday uh tomorrow um but um carl reiner uh comedian genius comedian. um uh, Father of Rob Reiner, but also very famous in his yeah. own right. Uh, you just enlightened me today from the Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah, creator of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I know him from the Oceans movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably a, a slew of other things I'm just not thinking about of right off the top of my head. But uh, yeah, very sad. Uh, his the Director passing. of the Jerk. Too. So for you, ger- Steve Martin fans, he's okay. director of the Jerks. So. Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah. Passed away, but did live a long life. 98 a years life, old. So, I hey, that. I mean, if I get to be 98, I'll be pretty happy. That'd be and, awesome. You know, yeah. <laughs> especially his kind of life, which, yeah. you know, his son went on yeah. to do fantastic things. Yeah, uh is a f- excellent director well not just that mm-hmm. but you know you got guys like george clooney still
1: thinking enough mm-hmm. of him that he wants him in the ocean movies Absolutely. with you know brad pitt matt damon yeah. you know al pacino andy garcia all those guys so definitely uh, old school cool. hollywood yeah sure, very old so. school that's yeah. pretty cool
0: yeah um sad sadly uh passed though but, yeah. but, but again a full life so no yeah. really not so sad you no, know i mean no. a celebration yeah. um uh also um Kind of neat to me. Uh, my nephew educated me about this yesterday, but I guess for the Fourth of July, he plays the game Fortnite, um, and awesome. maybe I had some players out there. Um, they always kind of do little cool things sometimes that tie in uh, different skins. You can your the character you're playing as will look like somebody else. They've do, done Star Wars, they've done Batman, they do football teams for the oh, NFL. Okay. Um, they recently had X Force. Speaking of Rob Liefeld, they had X Force okay. characters out there, um, but. Yesterday, he shows me that uh cap is on there. You oh, can get yourself skinned as cap. cap. Nice. Uh, the pickaxe that you use would be the shield. Nice. It's very cool. And you can have it strapped on your back when you're carrying a weapon. So it's very badass. The super soldier of America. A- absolutely. Nice. Yeah, he bought it and I bought it. So I dumped some money into <laughs> Fortnite's po- uh, pockets, bought some V-Books. So I was like, this shit is too cool not to have. Uh, you know, if I ever decide to run around on there and play with him, which I do sometimes, uh, i definitely be <laughs> rocking that. So that was pretty cool. Uh, some of the news you educated me about. Um, well, let me do this first because we just talked about cap, but okay. uh apparently Chris Evans says Yeah, he's yeah, he's been
1: doing more and more interviews with uh, people and says he kind of misses uh playing cap already, uh, So I would miss carrying around yeah. that shield too and yeah. looking
0: good in that uniform. Yeah. So uh we both here I think are in agreement uh that is Captain America yeah. and we would love to see him like, do I mean, it like again. He's he's
1: 39. Yeah, Uh, Downey's like 52 Mm -hmm. So I mean if he wanted to really play Cap He still got a a good another decade Of of playing Cap Yeah I
0: mean if Marvel's going to give us a whole uh, Another like run And it's going to be more focused on this Phase two type people or whatever they're calling it, yeah. phase four or whatever. Yeah. Uh those people, that's great. But you guess what? You can still sprinkle in these yeah, guys while can. they're youthful. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. why not do it? Um, yeah, like Hemphurtso, you young. too. Oh gosh, yeah. And that guy looks amazing. So yeah. yeah, both of them, all of them, you know what I mean? So that'd yeah. be great. I'd love to see him do it again. Yeah, I there. mean, what if we could just have another solo cap story of like, yeah. like the winter soldier? Yeah. How good would that yeah. be? I mean, another also... espionage type. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I wonder what story they would do. We'd have to think about that. But yeah, uh, yeah. and then uh, also uh double A let me know here that uh Back to the Future today is thirty-five. Thirty-five years so old, the first movie. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Back to the future. We all we're huge fans. Um it's pretty you know. much
1: the time travel movie. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah, I mean, Absolutely. everything every time you see a time travel movie they mention.
0: Even Endgame. Even Endgame reference. Yeah,
1: back yeah there, so for
0: sure. there you go. And I know that I saw something really cool is that they just they, – or they released, but I think it's already sold out, is the Transformer of the DeLorean. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so the DeLorean – yeah, so it's called – the Transformer is
1: called Gigawatt. <laughs> and uh, for some reason, you can only get it through the Walmart link. I tried yesterday and I tried today and it wasn't going through, but uh, those lucky few that did get it. They were only making 1,985 cool. uh, figures of those, or 1985. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are only making those, and uh, that's it. And they're already sold out. What <laughs> an awesome
0: uh, tribute, right? Combine yeah. those things and give yeah. that kind of tribute. So I, I like that. That's kind of like a yeah. good, like, you know, the makers of Transformers say, hey, you know, what? this movie is <laughs> awesome. So, very cool. Yeah. Um, Great. So earlier I mentioned the Max imprint. Uh, the Max imprint relates directly to who we're going to talk about today. Last week we did a an episode about uh, dads. Mm-hmm. And uh, during our social media uh, campaign that we do leading up to uh, promoting our episode, I posted a picture of, uh, I would say, a great dad. A dad that loved his family uh, and lost them tragically. Uh, Frank Castle, yes. who we all know more uh, as The Punisher. yeah, um, And so... You know, Frank uh, Castle was a uh, Marine. Marine in the mm-hmm. United States Marines and special uh, ops. Special ops. I mean, pretty much all the bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh fought in vietnam yes. <clears throat> as a veteran of the vietnam war of course loses his family tragically gunned mm-hmm. down in a mob crossfire very famous story this mm-hmm. has been told in various over and over incarnations yes. the mm-hmm. dolph lundgren movie like we uh, said if you yeah. have a really good origin story you're going to keep playing it out exactly. because it's important yeah so, and it's, it yeah. leads him down a path uh to becoming you know uh, the Punisher, that what happens, the tragedy. But <laughs> like I said, we had the Dolph London movie. We had Thomas Jane play him. Uh, Ray Stevenson. You know, Ray Stevenson. John Bernthal. Larson, John Bernthal most mm-hmm. recently in the in the uh, Punisher the show. Punisher mm-hmm. show, the Daredevil series, which was excellent. Yeah. Probably my second favorite version of the Punisher, uh, right next to my first favorite, which is written by Garth Ennis, uh, and played out in all his various stories that he took mm-hmm. over in uh, in two thousand. Um, they did a first. 12-issue run, mm-hmm. uh, Garth Ennis, Steve Dillon, the team from Preacher. Preacher. So I'd always been a Punisher guy when I was younger. Um, but to see it done by Garth Ennis was extremely cool. Yeah,
1: I mean, just uh, right off the gate. I mean, you put Garth Ennis out, on just about anything
0: at mm-hmm. that time, and it's going to be magic. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's writing, you know, was excellent. Uh, yeah. and I think he had a real he was really tapped into the Frank Castle oh, character. So yeah. He really Unbelievable. Nailed yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, originally debuted in amazing Spider-Man uh, number one twenty-nine in, um, uh, February of 1974, uh, created by Jerry Conway and John Romita, Sr. Mm-hmm. Love John Romita, Sr. Mm-hmm. His art is very iconic. Very, yes. you, mm-hmm. you see it and you know that it's him. Uh, mm-hmm. his son's also a great, yeah, junior. Great, yeah mm-hmm. great, uh, uh right. Um, artist. Um, but uh, yeah, so the started out. Garth Ennis took over with Dylan, and the uh, was Marvel Knights at first. They did mm-hmm. like four people under that imprint. I don't really know what the what the point of that imprint was. It was supposed to be like darker characters. More, I think they probably reading. just
1: wanted their Vertigo uh, imprint. Uh-huh. You know, okay. I mean, because DC had just had so much success with right. Vertigo, darker characters, darker, more uh, better. I know. mean, the stories are just always so much fleshed out. Uh, they gave them time to actually write like one big story while yeah. having these, you know, with the with DC and Marvel, the main titles. You always kind of have like a like maybe a three issue story arc or something. Right. But these they let the artists writers do one big story, mm-hmm. and it always seemed to finish like a lot of these guys always have like an end, like an end. Yeah, yeah. so when they're and they can be heavy. They can be really yeah. Heavy, so I think I mean? Joe Casado was probably like you know what we need something like that here. We're just two goody two shoes over here. Uh-huh. DC's doing all these. Great stuff, yeah, winning all these awards. Hey, why not snag Garth Dennis? I yeah, mean, he was about sure. to finish his preacher run mm-hmm. for Vertigo, and
0: uh, right away, they you know what? Let's give him the Punisher, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I should, I would yeah. I would love to know how that story went because he probably, he might have asked for the Punisher. Like, it just feels <laughs> yeah. like these guys, I mean, belong together, yeah. you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's done that you almost way. think like it's a Garth Dennis character, and it's not, exactly. you know, that's how much he gets exactly. into the Punisher character. And I would say that it's almost like where you have you know i think we agree that maybe chris claremont although it didn't create wolverine defined oh, who wolverine yeah he was. defined everything yeah yes excuse me um yes but yeah uh that's how i feel like yes. almost like what garth mm-hmm. did with the punisher who'd been around a lot longer a lot maybe, long, you know but yeah, a long time he just felt like once he got his hands on him it's like now you have you
1: feel like he had your punisher the sure. one that he probably they couldn't really do in the 70s and 80s that he was allowed to do now in
0: exactly, the 2000s exactly i like something that you said before we started recording uh you know adam is that um you felt like maybe the punisher was created in the 70s out of what we kind of talked about in the previous yeah. episode the, yeah. the, the once the, upon a time in the 70s yeah the grittiness and the mm-hmm. griminess of the 70s guys like dirty harry guys yeah. like you know you uh, know charles bronson that Death just wasn't going to
1: take it anymore mm-hmm. you know they've been pushed so much all this violence around them while the bad guys get away nothing happens to them and yet people that suffer are the victims you know i mean yeah
0: no one there's no justice for them how how many times has have we heard this argument where batman gets called to task Mm -hmm. and says you know what he why he sucks is because he lets the joker get away Mm -hmm. he lets the penguin get away they lock him up but they always get out they Mm -hmm. always kill more and then he's got to go and clean up the mess and it's like how many hands how many how many lives are really on Batman's hands Oof. because he didn't, you know, Oof. go all the way. Yeah. Well, yeah. you do not ever have that problem when it comes to Frank fucking castle. Because <laughs> no, if don't. you get in the Punisher sights, that's it. That's it. So Thank uh you. he has no problem killing. <laughs> uh again, we we said he's a soldier. Yes. Uh he's uh well, he's a marine, he's a marine and he's uh just an all-around badass. Um but uh once they got out of the Marvel Knights uh imprint, they I remember it was like Punisher, Black Panther, and a few others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then they switched over to Marvel Max. Yes. And when you get to Marvel Max, guys, it's the gloves came off. Mm-hmm. Marvel Max was where it was at. It was They were allowed cursing. They allowed blood. They allowed nudity. Yes. It was like uh, Marvel books that were fucking for grown-ups big time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, within that series, uh, Garth Ennis decides to give us uh, one of the – absolute best punisher stories we've ever read uh that's ever been written i would say without a doubt uh and that's the story we're talking about today the story is called born and it is the story of frank castle um before he's the punisher mm-hmm. in vietnam uh right before the war ends mm-hmm. and uh, that's what we're talking about today that's what we're gonna to chop up and break down four issue series uh, I just finished rereading it uh, earlier today. I started yesterday, finished today. It's a quick read. Yeah, it's it a tight mm-hmm. fucking story, but it's so goddamn good, yes, guys. It is. I'm yeah. telling you. Double A, what, what do you got to say about Born? Uh, it's brutal.
1: It's uh, almost like if Platoon was written in comic book. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know how Platoon is so gritty, so ugly? You can feel the sweat. You can feel the. Oh, yeah you know, you can smell the drugs in the air, all that. That's what it feels like. It's, it's ugly. It's brutal.
0: It's unforgiving. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when Charlie Sheen screams at them, man, you know, what the fuck's yeah. the matter with you? It's yeah. yeah. a fucking human being. Yeah. I'm like, I, 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 get chills and I get, I feel ashamed. Like, I feel like, yeah. I feel like Charlie Sheen's yelling at me. Yeah. Like, and you're like almost sad to be like, yeah. like to know that this happened, that this was, and yeah. it's not you doing it. And that's the powerful of, you know, platoon and Oliver Stone's storytelling in that yes. movie, him being a Vietnam veteran too. And guys, uh, I, I don't know a whole bunch about, um, uh, why or how Garth Ennis is so amazing at writing war. He did a whole series of books after his Punisher stuff called war story. It might've been around the same time. Guys, these are, if you're a fan of war movies, war novels, anything, you can read Garth Ennis writing on war story and be completely satisfied, man, because it is written in a way, uh, he uses all the right terminology all the right words i mean everything is you know the way he refers to the 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 helicopters as the slicks you know what i mean mm-hmm. and uh the weaponry the artillery he, this man is very well versed in that I, I can imagine he must be a huge uh war buff mm-hmm. um and he brings a lot of that into this uh vietnam story uh with frank castle yeah. uh in born um it begins in 1971. Yeah, October 1971. Uh, again, this is uh, by the
1: pairing of Garth Ennis and Derek Robertson, the, mm-hmm. or the team of uh, the boys, mm-hmm. the creators. Um, it's set in the Firebase Valley, Valley Forge, which is right. five, seven miles from the Cambodian border. It's October 1971. So yeah. that's where it kind of sets up. And right off the bat, you just almost the first pages, you just you already kind of know what you're into, right? Mm-hmm. So when the supply plane uh, oh, yeah, goes down for them, and you're like,
0: Fuck. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. see <laughs> this supply plane flying over, it pretty much gets shot down. Uh, <laughs> the other uh, Marines are there, kind of, uh, you know, they're obviously disenfranchised, they're they're tired, and they want to go nah. home, and they're just like, they kind of were betting on that that plane wasn't gonna make yeah. it, and it didn't, and they. That somebody wins five bucks out of the bed, I think, and they yeah. kind of have a laugh about it. You know what I mean? That yeah. jaded kind of mentality that we've seen in other Vietnam stuff. You know what I mean? They're, they're just yeah Americans that are done, you know? Okay, I'm mean, So
1: this is kind of interesting. So you're kind of – you're seeing, frankly, it's also being told by a uh, character. I don't mm-hmm. know. if You say he's uh, maybe the main character as well? The co-main? Uh, yeah, definitely uh, the co-main character because the, it's almost like um, – Because you're seeing it from his eyes, right, from his point of view. right. Now you do get Frank's thoughts and everything, but it's yeah. kind of through this character named Stevie Goodwin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just trying to make it see him. <laughs> his oh, character yeah. that's all he's trying to do when he's uh narrating, you know, he's saying he has thirty nine days in a wake up call before he gets to fly on that silver plane get served beer by those female stewardesses uh <laughs> yeah, have man. sex with a whole bunch of girls
0: until he meets the right one and have a whole bunch of babies yeah pretty so. much exactly <laughs> almost exactly his words verbatim uh but yeah i mean this is a you know a guy that just is ready to get the fuck out yeah, of vietnam Thirty-nine you know I mean? days yeah i mean it's like a month and a 10 days yeah. what the hell right so yeah i mean but he's uh He's being a good soldier in a place where a yeah. lot of guys are not being good. Uh, and again, excuse me, Marines uh, being a good Marine uh, when other guys are not. Yeah. So this is like a reject camp.
1: Uh, see, no, I mean, uh, the, the platoon that Frank captain Frank Castle mm-hmm. gets, his rank is a captain. Uh, he, he gets together a group of that can just recon, just a good enough group where he can trust them enough that, you know, when they're all on the field, you know, they'll protect his ass too. You yeah. know? So, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you right away, you just it, it's ugly. Frankly, it's a recon. Um, and uh, they see uh kind of like the, the Vietnamese, right. Like a supply, uh huh. Uh, you know, it's kind of weird, but you know, like a like they're
0: giving supplies, right? They're like on the back of cows or something, yeah, like that. They're yeah, yeah, some type of supply line there, yeah. and uh, they're pretty much like you know, uh you know a last line of defense watching mm-hmm. this particular border and what's yeah. going in and out yeah and uh you know like uh like adam was saying here they um no one cares really much no. anymore about this base they the war is wrapping up it's ending it's important to frank but at the time, too. Later on, we learned that like there's a lot of there's about maybe two 150 to 200 guys on this base. Yes, sir, But only this mm-hmm. handful that are still going out, kind of doing their Marine League duties. The rest are, you know, the the drug problem is rampant. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Weed. There's also yeah, heroin. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like guys are just pretty much like we're just waiting to get the hell out of here. With Which
1: you, leads know? us to the the commander. The uh, CEO, Colonel Ottman. Yeah. You know, I mean, this dude is just basically drinking, drinking doesn't care. You know, Frank gives him this great report. It's like, hey, we got, you know, ammunition up the ass for, you know, that can supply us for at least a good week or two. Yeah.
0: You know, and the colonel just doesn't care. Just his know? attitude when he starts out, right? You know, you see the scene yeah. and, and Frank's there, you know, standing at attention and the the – the uh, commanding officer sitting down, he's pouring himself a drink from the yeah. flask, and he goes, "I guess you want to give your report, huh?" Like pretty much <laughs> yeah. like, oh, "Like great, I have to hear your report." yeah And Frank's being uh, an excellent Marine, and yeah. he gives a good report, yeah. and then he tells you know some suggestions to this guy that you think should care about these hundred and fifty to two hundred mm-hmm. men, and he doesn't give a shit. He's he he just not, a
1: fucking asshole. Not. No, you know I mean,
0: I don't even know if he even wants to get out of there. He just get this attitude that he's just like he's just over war. He's, he's just over being. Uh, he's a colonel. You know, he's yeah. making probably a good paycheck. He's just waiting to get out. Yeah. What you the know? fuck can he use it on? They are stuck there in that hellhole.
1: that. But he's thinking like, great, I get stuck with this, you know, fucking dude, this straight lace marine, right. you know, that just wants to go by the book. Yeah. I mean? Pretty
0: much Billy badass on his yeah. third tour. Yeah. Commendations. I mean, he's Up to you yes, know? yeah, yeah, he's yeah. real recognized, and they're yeah. almost saying like. You know, you almost get uh, Goodwin's perspective when he says, "How does he end up here?" It's like <laughs> yeah. we know the war is winding yeah. down, and you put pretty much yeah. like you know your your best soldier, your best marine, excuse me, uh, there on that fucking line because it's like this is unnecessary. Yeah, but it must be like, well, we're getting out of here, so we don't need you know we don't need a guy like you anymore that's good at you know doing these things or whatever because it's getting yeah. ready to be over. Yeah. So, uh, so, th- we, so, the- oh, go ahead. Oh, was gonna say we find out that they're going to have a visitor here at the base
1: yes, yes that ge- the the visitor is general Patton, uh p-a-d-d yeah not Patton uh, from yeah <laughs> yeah so pretty much he's coming to inspect the camp checking out how it is you know if they need any help blah blah blah
0: he's a two-star Two he's star a two-star general. General. so yeah. he
1: comes down colonel doesn't want nothing to do with him he's oh, yeah. like tell, tell him i came up with dysentery you yeah know? he's so, like i'm
0: gonna go take a shit yeah you, you deal with him And he's like yeah. you want me to talk to the general and he's yeah. like yeah you can you do it i'm not gonna do it pretty much yeah so, so he's not even like, gonna fucking meet with them the, the highest ranking officer on the base isn't gonna be with the general that's flying in yeah he's gonna just let frank do it yeah. okay yeah, okay, frank yeah so do the general did the inspection
1: you know obviously the the other marine soldiers they're out. They're just not
0: caring, yeah. Yeah. you
1: know. They're out there getting high, yeah. you know, fucking around. They're not. They're laying around, you know, not not doing anything military worthy. No, you know.
0: and the general sees this right away, starts shitting on them and shitting on the base. To Frank, who probably takes offense this. Oh, so he does, which he does. Yeah. He tells him that you know, well, this camp is, you know, we're way out.
1: Of you know where we're supposed to be, super far out, Mm -hmm. and we haven't had supplies, we haven't had nothing at all. And all you do is give me rejects and drug addicts, right? And he goes, He tells the the general that I've managed to get guys that are
0: willing to go out
1: and protect this base,
0: and I've seen there is still movement, and there's still an opportunity for Mm -hmm. other bases to 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 be vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't want. American so uh, soldiers killed, American no, marines no, and military no. killed. Frank doesn't want that, and he's maybe maybe he kind of liked the idea of having a direct line to the general because he can say, "Hey, this yeah, is what's really going exactly. on. Let me talk to somebody that cares, yes. Riley." And we find out that the general he does not ashamed.
1: care. Again, it's kind <laughs> of like uh, it's look, uh, this war is getting hated on. Um, we're going to shut this base down. Mm-hmm. All you guys are going to go on home. Yeah, you know this just is ugly. It's terrible. We're shutting you down. Like you said, Frank's thinking though is like that's a mistake. Yeah, there's a huge attack. This is like the second supply line that we've stopped. There's something coming big, and we're a last line of defense Mm -hmm. type of deal, you know, for these other bases.
0: Thinking like a a marine should that, hey, you know what? I get that the war is winding down, but it's not over yet. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you know, so hey, I'm trying to give you good information, and I'm trying to also probably get supplies. I was wondering myself, like, what the fuck are they eating at this point? Exactly, MREs. Frank has just. Salvage enough where people mm-hmm. can get rationed enough. Right. You know, right. and again, they're mainly a bit worried about being strung out, getting high. Yeah. Cause you know, another you know? thing
1: Frank uh, mentions too is that they don't have a good sergeant, which is right. kind of the guy, I guess, that would be kind of watching all this yeah, stuff. He's kind of, of doing double duty in yes, a sense because he he's being
0: that or whatever, but also too, he's not, you know, yeah. So I think maybe he's still kind of following the chain of command, doesn't want to overstep yeah, this colonel guy who doesn't give a shit, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, the
1: general's obviously not hearing. Any of it. He doesn't care. Mm -hmm. He's closing it down. Yeah. Well, you know, Frank is like, hey, you know what? There's something I need to show you. It's Mm -hmm. over on this hill. Yeah. You know, (laughs) you know, General at first is like, no, no, I'm going, please. He's like, you know, no, you need to see this. You really need to see this. So he goes up, and he leads him to this hill, has like a little stairs. Yeah. Um, General's up there. He's like, what the fuck am I seeing? You know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Next page you get, man, his fucking head gets blown off. <laughs> and then you see the sign that Frank, Frank was blocking. Leaning Frank against. Says, yeah, leaning against. But he was blocking the letter and saying there was a sniper.
0: Warning like, sniper. Yeah, warning sniper, sniper sucks, spot. So yeah. Some sniper there on the Vietnam side sees, or, uh, or Cambodia, I guess it is this side, uh, sees this two-star yeah. walking out there into plain view and just says, hey. You know what I mean? and Boom. Yeah, Frank didn't pull the trigger, but he sure as hell didn't let him know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think he kind of figured, like, you know what? You don't give a fuck about me or my man. Well, fuck you, too, whatever. I'm not saying it's right. No, no. Hey. You know what but I mean? Maybe I'll the son of a bitch. Very bench.
1: nonchalant, though, huh? Just yeah, very nonchalant. Oh, leaning on the, on the sign? You know, yeah. Just,
0: no, go up there. Derek, Derek Robinson's drawing, and this book is amazing, man. He does a, such a great job of capturing... A, a young Frank Castle. Uh, and if you've read The Boys, you've seen that art. It's incredible. You obviously see right away the signature art in this. Oh, yeah.
1: So in this first issue, you, you get to meet um, Stevie's, I guess, what you say, his best friend, Angel. Yeah, the guy. Uh, he's kind of
0: looking out for... He's
1: looking out for it, but the dude, he, like, so many soldiers that went over there mm-hmm. got addicted to heroin, yep, crack. Yeah. Same thing here. Whatever and, they could get their hands
0: on, I guess. And yeah.
1: what's bad is that, like, you get... Uh, introduced another character called Coltrane, who's like an American. I don't know what his rank is, but yeah, uh obviously he's the supply. The yeah, drug he's pretty dealer. much a
0: smack dealer there yeah, on the so you're base, like, oh, right? yeah, so,
1: You know, so yeah, <clears throat> Stevie pays for you know his high. He tells him, you know, hey, I thought I paid you not to give him any drugs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but, you know, Coltrane's a drug dealer. He found a second job.
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. All around asshole or whatever. Again, like
1: a lot of young Americans, you know, Angel, I think he kind of represents that character, that Marine, that soldier
0: that, you know, ended up getting high. And and I think there's an important fact that we'll mention later on uh, in what happens, whatever. but, you know, uh, Goodwin is a white dude and Angel is a black dude. And uh, the reason why we mentioned that is because later on you kind of get a, a a varying of perspectives yes, on why, yeah. and we'll get to that yeah. later on. But this is already that pretty much wraps up issue well one, right? Uh, almost oh, right. until all of a sudden, in, in black
1: bow lettering, all right, you start hearing like, I don't know, like, uh, you they center on Frank, mm-hmm. and you're just seeing all these words coming around, like, yeah, you know, like, man, didn't that feel good? You know, I can give you what you want, a never anymore. And you're thinking this is frank thoughts, but it's not. It's something, yeah. it's like a voice in a his voice. head, yeah.
0: And this is a very, very cool theme throughout the book, uh, throughout yeah. the, the four issues, uh, again, is this this voice that talks to Frank. Now, yeah. um, do you want to get into that now and talk a little no, bit about No, no. Well, I okay. just want to okay. say that
1: that's kind of where you get introduced to this. And you're like, when you're reading the issue one, you're like, hmm. That's kind of uh creepy there. <laughs> right. Yeah. At first you're like, oh what is he? You know, what is it? Is that you're like thinking to... it's his thoughts until the very right. end. Where right. he said something that makes it like it's talking to it's him. It's talking but... to him. And Frank, uh like you said, Derek Robertson does a really great drawing of just his face mm-hmm. where he's just he's stone cold yeah. face and where he's
0: listening. Very intently. And it makes you think like this is not the first time Frank showed this voice. Oof, right? yeah. So yeah. So um that's pretty much issue one. Then we go into issue two. Um we might not necessarily go issue by issue, but kind of the no, highlights. we're just gonna you know? be the highlights. Yeah, yes. the highlights. Yeah. So um issue two starts out, uh double A, how does it we go in, in that one?
1: Okay, so um right away you get uh you know, he leads another recon, uh, mm-hmm. but
0: this time they're attacked right. uh by snipers. I think it's interesting to point out too, and uh, forgive me for cutting you off, but earlier in issue one, Goodwin mentions that Frank had not lost any men. Yes, yes, Yes. that That was very important. No one had, none of his uh, guys had died. Um, You know, so um, what's about to happen in the beginning of issue two is is very important. Uh, We're going to get right back into that, but first, we're going to take a quick uh, break, guys, and we'll tell you more. And we are back. Thank you guys for hanging out. We are talking Boy. born. Uh, the story of uh, the Punisher, Frank Castle, before he becomes the Punisher in Vietnam. We're right about in issue two of the four-issue series right now. Uh, what just happened?
1: Okay, so he's leading another recon. Uh, he got uh, his pal, Angel, mm-hmm. and Frank's right away asking him, is he going to be all right to do this recon? You know, yeah, yeah. he's fucked
0: up. Frank's asking Goodwin this because he's Goodwin's yes, buddy, yes, yes. and he had just got a fix yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So, so
1: he leads him to recon, and it's like you said, uh, he has never lost a man.
0: Uh, mm-hmm.
1: While leading these missions, right. well, sniper attack happens.
0: Um, about a three three sniper attack happens. We see one guy get shot. I think like in the neck, right? Yeah. He goes down. They call yes. for the corpsman. Yeah. While the corpsman's out there, that he gets shot. Yeah. So then they're like two snipers. Then I think before the, the next thing you know, they're like three snipers. Yeah. So they're all the men are all scattered. Yeah. Um, Frank pretty much. Has to take the lead here, right? Yeah, and so he, you know, he, he gets all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them still
1: alive It's a female Vietnamese uh, soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, another,
0: I, don't know, I guess, classic case of what you always see in the Vietnam movies. You right. know, this dude right away right. thinks. Now, back up for me, real quick. Double A. So, is this before Frank gets rid of the snipers? Is it after? I think it's, it's after. It's okay. So yeah. So yeah. We, we, there's this great scene where uh, you see Frank. Grab this sixty caliber gun <laughs> yeah. and pretty much single handedly takes out the fucking snipers, guys, or whatever. But in the, all the chaos, the men get separated. So yes. Frank's not with this group of men at this point, which includes like uh, Goodwin, Angel, mm-hmm. and uh, this other, other characters there's other that you really bucket. don't get to see. Yeah, it. there's other fucking assholes. And pretty much one of the snipers yeah. is there, and she's wounded. It's a woman. And, uh, well, you know, like as Double A is about to say here, they they to take liberties. Yeah. So there's
1: one soldier right away and starts raping her. Well, it's not too long that Frank steps in and blows the Vietnamese uh, sniper's head off.
0: Yeah. You pretty much see the guy on top of her, uh, you know, doing this thing or whatever. And uh, then you just see Frank pretty much standing over them. And then the next thing, the guy who's on top, you know, humping is. Covered in blood because Frank just brains put head off. blood. Everything. Yeah, he yeah. pretty much you know ended that right there. And he says, uh, "What does he say there?" Double A, very, very. Um, yeah, he's like no rape, no raping. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean no There's raping. No, you know, yeah, yeah, it's just it's not. He doesn't. Nope, nope, not You're here to whatever. do one thing. We're here to do one yep. mission. So That's, the kill enemy. The enemy. Kill That's the enemy. Kill the enemy. That's it. Yep, it's very like mercy you ball. almost feel like oh wow he that was mercy maybe or whatever or maybe he thought he was helping that woman or. But, Which he,
1: he does kind of tell Stevie his his reasoning. We'll get to that in a little yeah. bit.
0: So, yeah, go ahead, Tim. Well, in the meantime, you know, so yeah. this guy that just was fucking raping some chick and then his head, her head gets blown off in front of him. It's covered in blood mm-hmm. and it goes to a the creek, stream yeah, yeah, to wash off mm-hmm. or whatever. So he's he's leaned down pretty much like on all fours and he's washing his face. And then you just see, uh, you, see the boot? you see the boot behind him and it goes down on top of the back Damn. of his neck. And then that fucker's underwater, and yeah. he's down there until he drowns. So, and yeah. uh, pretty much the shot, next shot we see that it's Frank that yeah. fucking, uh,
1: from Stevie. He's seen uh, what just happened. Yeah, he's pretty much yeah. hiding
0: behind a tree. Uh, Goodwin is hiding behind a tree, and he's he freaked, uh, yeah, freaked, <laughs> freaked out. Yeah, freaked out that he just saw you know, uh, you know his uh, captain, his captain uh-huh. kill another guy, another member of the platoon who was doing something super fucked yeah. up. Uh, but, you know what I mean? He's like, hey, it is what it is. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I think he even says, like, he's glad he didn't see him. Because he pretty much just gives you the the semblance that he's afraid of Frank the entire yes. time. Like, he's yes. afraid of this guy. Like, yes. I don't want to cross his path. I don't want to fucking be in his way. I'm just trying to keep my head down with this guy. Yeah, which uh, you get to this kind
1: of like more um, Frank comes to Stevie. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, you know, how come he didn't say anything? Yeah. You know, to which Stevie is like, oh, shit. You saw me? Yeah, you saw me. And he was like, you know, Stevie asked like, why? Why did you? Why did you do it? Why? He's like, and you know, he goes, look, if I would have saved her from that rape, the guys wouldn't have trusted me anymore. Mm-hmm. If I would have sent her to, you know, prisoner of war, mm-hmm. she wouldn't have told him shit. They might have raped her. They might have had her mm-hmm. some turns, and they would have killed her. So Stevie is like, in his thinking, he's like, wow, like Captain Castle thinks he actually saved her. Did her a good deed, yeah, you know, like by killing her, fucking her head off, yeah, because
0: you know that he, was his idea of mercy, yeah, exactly. That was his ideal of mercy. Yeah, what else does he say, Cat, Because he says something very cool, and that's the only time you kind of hear it. He says, I wanted to punish him, yes, and yes. you're like, Holy yeah. shit, you're like, Crap. Holy shit, there it is, there's yeah. the fucking word, you know and I mean, like, Frank, you know, Castle, you know, Captain Castle wanted to punish him, you know I mean? but then he walks away and he, you know, he
1: tries to reassure Stevie, like. Hey, you don't have to be afraid of me. Right. You know? Right.
0: Which <laughs> to me would fucking send chills up my spine and make me even more <laughs> yeah. scared of this guy. Yeah, because again, Stevie's like, wow, that was your ideal mercy. Like, shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know? So. The thing
0: is, though, that Stevie doesn't understand that what we understand as fans of the Punisher is that he was doing things right. So that means you're off Frank's radar. Yeah. You're not, if you're doing things right, you're never in his crosshairs. Nope. It's when you're fucking up that it's when you're living wrong, when you're fucking doing things that are bad and you're fucking, you know, and it sounds very simplistic putting mm-hmm. it that way. But when, you know, uh, Frank is the judge, jury and executioner. So there's only really, you know, you don't fucking rape, you don't murder, you don't fucking hurt kids. And if you do, you're going to get punished. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's that. So, yeah. So uh, issue two, you're kind of seeing
1: more, I guess, of, you know, Frank Casper's kind of like character. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he doesn't like rape. Obviously, he says he's just there to do one thing. So that's kind of what you're seeing an issue too. You're kind of still seeing more of the things. You're seeing Stevie, uh, a character like him, where he was your typical American soldier, just thinking right. this was going to be an American war, a World War II kind of war. We're going to come back as heroes. But Tinker tape parade. Yeah, because that even when that. he's, even when, uh, you know, the rapes going on, you know, Stevie kind of turns and, you know, kind of blocks what he's just about to see right now, mm-hmm. you know, because Stevie's like, like crap, yeah. you know. This isn't yeah. we're supposed to. You know, this isn't what happens. Exactly. You know, we're supposed exactly. to be heroes. We're supposed to be saving these people. Whatever the hell we're supposed to be doing. Right. So you're kind of seeing Stevie's kind of character, and you're kind of seeing more of Frank's character in issue too. It, it is almost, I think, meant to be like a contrast.
0: I like, think so. You know, yes. You've got yeah. just two very different guys fighting on the yeah. same side, but yeah. with different it's, perspectives. Yeah, it's like Even. you
1: said. It's like Garth Ennis. He does a really great job because, like, the angel character again. I think he's that. That American soldier that went into the war with no problems, maybe he was homeless, maybe he was broken home, Mm -hmm. trying to make a better life and ends up with a drug problem. Sure. You get Stevie, you know, maybe his his family, I think he said his family was in World War II. Right. You know, he wants to live up to that. Yeah. This is his World War II. This is his moment. But, of course, the war is not working out. Yeah. It's a very ugly war. It's a very political war. Mm -hmm. Then you get someone like Frank Castle who went in. You know, very gung ho, and now he's a part of war. He is war. He,
0: yeah, he, that's a great. He way becomes, to put him in. yeah, he
1: becomes so. It, it's weird. It's just, this is the kind of guy that you're just like, how can he ever go back home? Yeah. <laughs> because this is him. This mm-hmm. is who he is. You kind of find out who you are in totally. a way by totally. going here, you know, and it's
0: like you said, it's very different perspectives, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, you know, not to. Get too sidetracked, but um, we watched the Grant documentary. Yeah. You got me to watch yes. it or whatever, and it almost was like kind of similar, right? Like yeah. you feel like Grant yeah. didn't know who he was yeah. until until he was poor. Poor in that situation, yeah. and he was just a poor, poor, poor mm-hmm. family, a regular guy, mm-hmm. nothing extraordinary nothing. about him, but becomes this icon in know, this military he becomes genius. meant for war yes he's meant for war yes. that's
1: what frank castle is he's meant and that's
0: what you need in that he's situation. he's meant for violence he's meant mm-hmm. for
1: war mm-hmm. he's meant to lead right. this is him right very a very stark yeah. similarities very. That i'm seeing
0: now thinking about it but uh does that pretty much take us to the end of issue kind two? of yeah okay. so that's
1: kind of what you're showing in in issue two right which is like again very ugly Derek robertson does a great job mm. uh details up the ass gritty when people get gritty. shot their
0: faces their mouth frank teeth. frank just looks like a chilling character very much you just
1: don't look like you want to fuck with him the way yeah. he draws him
0: yeah he puts this square jaw on him and the yeah. high and tight yeah. you know marine haircut uh a fit guy yes. you know what i mean is you know just very uh As I said, a, cool looking a, an, an agent of war yes yeah. absolutely absolutely um, issue three begins. Okay. It's very ugly. Yes. I was about to say issue three,
1: right off the bat, you kind of get, I guess the other parts of war, they show the bombing of bridges with Vietnamese citizens, just regular mm-hmm. citizens. Yeah. You see the bombing of those bridges, you see the burning down the villages, you see the executions, right. the mass executions in the mass graves, you see the name palming. Yeah. that we're doing in Vietnam you know you, so it kind of opens up like that kind of like Ooh. yeah do you get you the know? impression
0: too that it's kind of like it's good when talking about pretty much like why we have to win this war yes. because we can't yes. let this he pretty much gives the Vietnamese soldiers all the credit yes he does like, these yeah. they fight ferocious yes they the you know yeah they're to the death yes. and he's like we cannot let this come to America so there is still a goal you know what I mean like we can't See, and, you know, and that's
1: the thing I think too another perspective that Garth is doing the mm-hmm. Vietnamese they will go to the death. They right. will fight to the death. Right. American soldiers, we we have families. Mm-hmm. We have here, we have barbecues, we have backyards. Mm-hmm. The stark contrast is, you know, they're defending their country to the death. Oh, yeah. We're just trying to make it yeah. back home. We're these outsiders
0: know? and exactly. we're here. And I think that Goodwin starts to get a different perspective, right? He, he, starts, feeling like he, he starts feeling like he's changing. Yeah, and yeah. He, I think he feels too like we don't belong here. Yes. This is not our war. And yeah. it's almost a, a just, he's, He's always wanted to go home, but it's just more like I just wanna get the fuck out of here. Like I wanna make that, it yeah, out. Of life, yeah. Man. Yeah. And he also
1: mentions too that, you know, even win or lose, we're gonna show you that you don't want to fuck with America after you look at your towns, after you look at your cities. Right. You're not gonna to wanna to fuck with us exactly. in a war because exactly. we will bomb the shit out of Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I, I kind of a cool line I forgot too is that uh, it's in the very opening of issue one. I think it's he says he knows he's going to make it out of Vietnam because he has Captain Castle, uh, <laughs> you know, leading him or whatever. Yeah. And he talks about what a badass Frank is. That's mm-hmm. when he talked about the three tours, the black ops. That there's rumors about things, but no one really knows. No one knows. Yeah. yeah, no yeah. one knows. You just hear whispers of what Frank mm-hmm. Castle, Captain Frank yeah. Castle, has done. Yeah, and, w- and if you had to guess, uh, double A, what would you say? Would you say uh, you know Frank Castle this time is? Roughly around what age? I
1: mean, 22,
0: 20, 21, 22. No older than 25, no, probably, right? So, this no. is that guy that pretty much graduated high school, probably, mm-hmm. and then went straight into the yes. Marine Corps and then was yes. very good at what he was doing. Very good. And I mean, he's probably like a 22 to 25 year old captain already. Yeah. Uh, You know, three tours in fucking Vietnam. Yeah. And is very very good at what he does yeah, so. which he
1: probably helped move them up in the ring too yeah you know? absolutely
0: so, okay so next what goes next Are we, we okay his, so he gives you his know. report to again the ah, colonel yes you know Botman,
1: uh, the dickhead the colonel does not care anymore he just look we only have a little bit of time just mm-hmm. cool your shit yeah frank's trying to tell him look there's a fucking attack coming yep big time he doesn't care he goes to a latrine mm-hmm. and there's a scene where frank is almost gonna pull a grenade on his ass. <laughs> I love him up that. There.
0: Uh, you get that moment. You see this guy. guy's driving so close he's, he's got his... about to pull the pin out. Yeah, he's got the finger in the pin. He's right there by you can see the feet of <laughs> fucking Otman and the in the shitter. Oh and goodness. I'm just like holy shit. You know, you're reading it and you're like fucking Frank's gonna throw a fucking grenade in the goddamn latrine, you know? But he doesn't. He doesn't he walks away. And
1: then that's when you hear the voice again. Uh-huh. Why didn't you pull it? You would have been commander of this. Yeah. You could have Doing whatever the fuck he wants, you know. He deserves it. He deserves like, all you it. do
0: is give people what they deserve. So again, right? you're hearing that voice, and then you you're like, "Fuck!" And again, you're reading it, and you kind of get chills. You're like, you "Creeped do. out." You're like, "What the yeah. fuck is this?" Like, what is he yeah. hearing? Is this like, is he is he schizophrenic? Is this something else? You start is thinking this, that, yeah, yeah. You, start is it, you know, that. Yeah. is it just the dark side of a man's soul? Yeah, you know, you know. I think maybe even you could even debate: is it is it the future is it what he's going to become? Reaching back, <laughs> yeah. talking to him, or just your dark side yeah. talking to you? We've all been there, right? We've all yes. had that thought where you could do something mm-hmm. that maybe you shouldn't. You know what I mean? And 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 you have that voice in your head. You're wondering, yeah. is it that? Is it just his own conscience, maybe? Oof. But 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 go on, let's see what yeah. happens. So uh, then we uh, go back to
1: Stevie, the character mm-hmm. of Stevie. He says he has 37 days and awake now. Uh, we were at 39 at the start of this, mm-hmm. so right now we're at 37 and awake. Yeah. Um, Frank comes to. Yeah. Kind of tries to shoot the breeze a little bit, try to tell him that he has a family. Yeah, a very unfrank
0: moment. Very, I mean? very yeah, un he, he says, uh, Do you know that I have a family? You know, I have a son I, on the way, yeah. and I have a four-year-old yes. daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, that kind of gives you a little bit more timeline, too. Here's yeah. a young man that probably had his first kid when he was 18, you know, what yeah. mean? right out, you know. Yeah, so right away, you kind of hear a softer
1: side of Frank trying to guess maybe, I don't know, because he sees Stevie. He's trying to still do military stuff around the base. Yeah, he's
0: cleaning some magazines Yeah, he's like he's he to the freeze. Him, yeah, he Frank walks up and says, "Oh, you're you're checking the springs." And he said and he kind of gives him kudos. He's like, "Hey, yeah. that's a good thing you're yeah, doing. Like don't keep have, it up or whatever." Yeah, no one here does that. No one here's doing those yeah. things. and and again, you know, Goodwin's uh, you know, Stevie Goodwin's uh idea is just like, "Man, I I whatever." He's like, "I don't want these jamming up at yeah. the wrong moment." Yeah, he goes you know? my
1: thought process, "I just want to go." home. Yeah, you know.
0: Right. <laughs> and and Frank reassures him don't worry I'm mean, gonna yeah. I mean, get you home yeah. it's gonna be alright you know, yeah you know. and so like you know he they have a good little chat you know mm-hmm. maybe
1: makes Stevie feel more at ease. and then you hear the voice again yeah there it is like, again hey Frank what the hell is that about yes. yeah. so you think
0: you're gonna you know yeah.
1: what were you trying to prove by yeah. saying that you have a family or
0: whatever yeah you know? so the voice here like, okay uh you know again you're thinking like fuck what's going on. Yeah, and the voice is always pretty much like no, this is what you like. You like being <laughs> yeah. here, you like you like you know, killing.
1: That's what you like, you know. Yeah, and now we go back to Stevie again from Angel, he cultureing has him again. Yeah, uh back getting fucking high, you know what I mean. Frank and, asks him, he goes, Hey, do you want me to take care of this? He goes, No, I'll do it. Right. And you know, Stevie actually does. He fucking, you know, hits that fucking coaching, right? Knocks him out, gets yeah. uh, Angel away. Angel uh, the
0: whole time is saying no, no, he doesn't and, want to leave the yeah, fucking so
1: that's where they have your your argument that they have, kind of right. like what it shows.
0: So go you ahead, get Jim. this, yeah, you get this conversation, right? Where you know, uh Goodwin tells Steve, uh Goodwin tells Angel, um, you know, he's like, hey man, like why are you doing this shit? Like, yeah. what do you want to? You want to go back with a drug habit? Like you want to survive mm-hmm. Vietnam just to be a fucking junkie back when yeah. you get back? And he's like, you know, man, like stop, your time is almost up. And uh, you know, pretty much pissed off. Angel gets pissed off back at, at uh, Stevie Goodwin and tells him, "You know what? Fuck you, man! Like, you know, you got, you know, you're, you're white. When you get home, mm-hmm. you got a family to get home to. You, you got. There's things waiting for you. You got a like, job. Yeah, you got you a got job. Got a girl coming. Right. You know. He's yeah. like, what do I got? He goes, I get to go back to a ghetto where there's nothing but death. Oof. He pretty much is yeah. saying like. I'd rather fucking die here in Vietnam hooked on yeah. shit than go back to being fucking a nobody in a ghetto. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the whole reason why I brought up earlier in the show, you know, the difference between the black and white yeah. thing. Because, you know, this is how maybe maybe many soldiers uh, at that time viewed it versus the other perspective yeah. of, you know, th- this white guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and again, to kind of like get off
1: the, the subject, uh, but, you know, that's what Muhammad Ali was protesting mm-hmm. against. He goes... Mm-hmm. Why am I going to fight for America for a country that fucking hates me? Right. Against people I don't even know. Right. Thousands of miles away. Yeah. You guys treat me like shit. How come I'm not killing you? You know.
0: <sighs> yeah. A very fucking, you know? fucking, valid kind, kind of, of point.
1: again that is brings to
0: born again. Right. You know, all these different perspectives about the same war. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, yeah. there's a real reason, guys, why we chose to kind of do this story at this time. You know, what I mean, around the Fourth of July. No, and no means to shit on America no, at no, all. No, but no. Uh, you know, just to bring. Uh, guys, history is a lesson. Yeah, learn from it. Learn from your history. Yeah. Learn from the mistakes. Right now, we're in a cultural climate that is, uh, you know, split again. Split again, and it's like these type of stories hold up, and it's been told, and it's been happening. Mm-hmm. So it's like we're trying to learn something from that, and and again, it's it's put in a medium that that we both enjoy. But in the military, to. you know, they are one.
1: Right, like R1 exactly. Needed, you know? Exactly, and, so. and and
0: you know what, Angel was really good to have such a good was, friend. We don't know yes. how him and Goodwin became friends, but he's trying to yeah. look out for me. He's trying yeah. to not have this friend. And you know, I like to think that if they got, it, it, you know, I like to think that, you know. Goodwin maybe is like, hey man, I'm gonna look out for this mm-hmm. guy. You know, yeah. when when we get back, I'm gonna give yeah. him a job with yeah. me or whoever yeah. I'm working with, my wife's dad or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, they're still gonna remain buds. You like to think, yeah. that I mean. But uh, go on. So what's next in that? Okay, in the so place? at the end we get the surprise attack. Uh, by right, the Vietnamese and yes. kind of leads us into issue four now. Yeah, issue four. And let me tell you guys, each issue is called. It's four issues, and the first issue is called the first day, mm. and then issue two, the second day, the third day, and then now we're at the last day. Yeah. Um, yeah so uh double first, A- yeah i wanted to make mention the first page it's mm-hmm. real
1: ugly so the attack happens and you see this soldier this marine with his hands on his mm-hmm. face he starts lowering it down and it's just like where it's blown up, it's ugly.
0: It's yeah, like I couldn't tell. Like, is he melting where his eyes gone? Was it it's napalm? Ugly. Or yeah, what? It's a really like, ugly yeah. beginning intro to issue four? Yeah, it's very fucking crazy. Um now wait, let me back up a little bit. When is when do we see the flash grenade? Is that at the is that at the end of issue three? Yeah, you've got that great I that believe great it is double. I believe it is. So um at the end of issue three guys you know they're they they feel like there's an attack coming uh or they hear it and they yeah because goodwin and goodwin and uh, angel are having this talk right and uh that's when they say you yeah. hear somebody call out like illumination, oh, like, yeah illumination yeah. attack you see it somebody Frank. get the flare up they get the flare up guys and you see this great two-page Ooh. spread that uh Derek robinson draws so fucking amazingly yeah. and the sky is lit up bright white and you just see this hill covered in vietnamese soldiers yeah i mean like clearly about to overwhelm hundreds. this base yeah like and they're just like fuck you know and i think you hear frank say get me give me the 60 yeah he's ready yeah. to get that 60 cal again and fucking go to town yeah and then that's right we go right into issue four and then we see like we said that the guy with this melting face maybe it was fire uh, they awesome. had no air support right now these guys it's, yeah nothing nothing you know? nothing
1: they're they're left on their own they're they're mm-hmm. fucked they're being overrun yeah um you know, all the all the while while it's going, that fucking Coltrane character comes back, tries to get Stevie, tries looking for uh Angel. Yeah, he's
0: pissed off. He wants his money. Yeah, you know he's like, like oh, God, okay. he didn't pay for that fucking fix. I'm like, they're being overrun. Yeah, and this dude is still worried about his fucking money. Yeah, and he's what drawn like a fucking fat asshole too. Like yeah. this guy, you know, they say earlier in the book that there's some guys at the base that are just disenfranchised, are not yeah. doing shit. This guy's one of these guys. He's just there making yeah. money, selling smack to his fellow guys. Yeah. A real piece of shit. Yeah. So, yeah, he comes looking for Goodwin and he's ready to.
1: And he runs into Stevie. Mm-hmm. Or uh, he's looking for Angel and he yeah. runs into Stevie. Right. He's about to, I guess, probably kill him. And mm-hmm. then that's when Frank just comes from behind him and just fight, just kills his motherfucker. Yeah, he fucking crushes his head with a fucking shovel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the end of you seeing. Uh, he tells everyone, all right, man, let's fall back. Let's go. He tries going into Colonel Ottman's office. hmm. Or he sees that the fucking colonel has just killed himself. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Well,
1: on the, on the, you see on his desk, he had a, like still his stupid bottle of whiskey, right? And a gun where he just obviously you see he blew his brains out. Yeah,
0: I was I was kind of unclear on that scene because I know at one point at one point they uh, Frank's telling the guy that's doing the communication. He's like he's like, hey, get so and so on the line. He's like, well, I can't get anybody. I can't get anybody. And he goes and and Colonel, uh, Otman. he says Colonel Ottman says stops trying to stir the pot like he doesn't even want them to call for like air support anything like i'm like what do you expect them to do just fucking yeah. die yeah. so frank tells him shoot Ottman. Yeah. but i think either i, I see i interpreted it different i thought that it was the it looked like the vietnamese have got in there and got him but maybe oh, you're yeah. right maybe he uh-huh. killed himself either way this fucker finally dead right yeah. this asshole colonel yeah and uh you know Right now, Frank's there with the fucking sixty cal. He's shooting these guys on the fucking hill. They're trying to do everything they can to stave mm-hmm. off this attack, but there's really not, you know, not much they yeah, can have. No, there's not. Right, no, you know. No. So what?
1: What, do you, what are uh, what happens next? Okay, here? so Stevie, you kind of go back to the Stevie character, and he goes that he has a thirty six and a wake up call. All mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. and uh, it's smoke everywhere. You can't really see. Frank is trying to call Stevie, and that's when you see a Vietnamese coming with the bayonet. Right. And all of a sudden you get taken to where Stevie's like on a plane, yeah. Where stewardess is, giving him beer. Yeah. Saying you're going home, you silly fuck. Yeah, he's yeah. got he's
0: got tears in his eyes, and you just think you're to yourself, just like oh, God, oh man, he uh he fucking just spoiler, he,
1: he just fucking died. Yeah, yeah. And I mean like, you might oh. get the
0: impression that he made it, but no, no, no Goodwin does doesn't make it. Make it. Yeah. And at this point you feel like there's almost nobody left. But and there's no Frank. there's no one. Yeah. It's
1: just Frank and again it's a brutal scene they're all surrounding him he's already being shot three or four times by this point Mm -hmm. he's gonna die this voice finally tells him Mm, i can make you i can i can help you win you can survive this all you have to do is say yes to my offer yeah he says i can give you a war that will never end A war that will Mm -hmm. never end
0: he says there's gonna be a price and yeah
1: he, he you know price, but he doesn't, you know, he doesn't tell Frank what it is, but he yeah. says there's going to be a price. And,
0: you know, Frank's surrounded. Yeah. He's surrounded. There's a, a great scene drawn. I don't mean to cut you off. Though, no, no, I, go ahead. But uh, the voice tells him, he's like, he's like, you're getting ready to burn out the mm-hmm. barrel on that gun. Mm-hmm. And then you, he's, like, he's like, it's so hot. And you see fucking Frank just has this 60 caliber gun, which, guys, is a huge fucking gun. You got to be a very strong muscular yeah, guy to CM's, carry this big thing.
1: CM's dad's a Marine, and he told CM that, yeah, Yeah,
0: this, the man. round in the 60 cal guy is 60 60 caliber is what it means. You know what I mean? So it's like they call it the 60 caliber. They, sometimes they call it the pig in this book. But the bullet is like fucking like, like take your finger and your thumb and make them as long as you can. It's about that fucking long, this bullet. Uh, so when you're shooting that thing, it's like when you always see the kind of Rambo guy with a big yeah. line of bullets yes. over him. That's what he's fucking shooting at you, right? This big ass shell which will blow a hole in your goddamn body. Frank's got that big gun. The the voice is telling him it's so hot, and you see him in front of a Vietnamese soldier. He's got him on the ground. He's shoving the hot end of the gun into (laughs) the guy's body. You're like, holy fuck! Like and like you said, this scene is
1: so great. Derek Robertson does a great scene. Mm -hmm. It's red. It's bloody. Frank's fucked up. Yeah. The enemy soldiers are dead all around him, and he's—it's yeah. an impossible situation, right?
0: He's going to town. It looks like, but and still, he, and
1: then he finally just shouts out, "Yes, yeah, yes, you yeah!" Know?
0: And it's great tight shot yep. of his face. Yep. His teeth are gritted, and he's got—it's half of his that face in darkness. Yes, yeah, man, half of his face in darkness. The other half lit up red. His eyes, like I mean, like rage, like just uh, craziness. Yeah. It's so fucking badass, guys. And that's you hear him finally succumb to the voice. He says yes to the voice, and then it's like you see like what happens next. Though. So helicopters come, uh, mm-hmm. choppers, American choppers come. It cuts
1: away. Yeah, yeah. It's day, daylight. is yep. bright. Um, American soldiers, soldier are like. Yeah, the soldiers are like, man, what happened? What here? the hell happened here? Yeah. I, I don't see anyone. I don't see anyone. No one's alive. In the midst of it, you just see Frank standing there by himself, just. Yeah. Full of hose, full of blood. One pant leg torn. Oh my goodness! He's um, just there, looking fucking crazy. Yeah. And in the back, you see the clob with the Punisher skull. Mm-hmm.
0: And you're yeah. Like, oh. And and what's cool is that, like I said, he's got the one pant leg torn. And he's got the, 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 it's got, he's got like an M16 in his hand yeah. and the butt of it is broken. Like he's been using it like to yeah. fucking like, yeah, cause he has been beating fucking heads. Yeah. And yeah. he
1: had just beaten like the last 12 men with his hands. Right. So now, right. even shooting them. He mm-hmm. just beat them
0: to death. And I'm going to tell you right now, Double I I didn't pick up on the skull in the background. So yes. right now, yes. I'm looking at it right now. And yeah. I'm it and It's yeah, yeah, just and, like, wow, the deal was made. The mm-hmm. deal was done. He's covered in blood. He I just mean, punished just, his first official people, you know, all of them. I mean, yeah, there's so many, like it's just a great, great scene. We may we may post pics yes. in the book yes, to we share with yes, you guys because it's fucking incredible. And um there they're pretty much you see some soldiers asking, you know, well what happened and this they're like what about this guy? They're like just get him on there and get him out of here. Like yeah. getting the fuck out of here. The yeah. one sole survivor and so they do they get Frank out of there. And um and then what do we have happen
1: here? Yeah man? so the next thing um He's been honorably discharged. Mm. The whole thing has been hushed. Mm. The whole valley, right. all this shit that's been happening. It was the, a clusterfuck. Everything so, It's just—they you know. just give him awards. Uh, you know, he looks sharp. See him Yeah. Marine uniform, well-drawn, the military, Super the sharp. Marine Corps dress yes. blues, very cool. Very shaven, haircut, white mm. hat, blue suit. He, uh, finally meeting at the airport. Yeah, you know, his wife, his he son. He actually looks him. happy. Yeah, you know, and the wife asked him, "Is like that's it, right?" He goes, "That's it." He's I'm like, not, he's like not, I
0: learned, yeah. I learned that y'all are I'm not, more important. Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. going back. And then that's when the voice comes to yeah. him. Yeah, the and voice. And uh, he has this face, it's drawn very well. Like he's like, oh shit. Like, I like he remembered. Yeah. Or maybe he thought he only heard it in war. Yeah. Maybe he yeah. thought it was just his own inner mind. <laughs> yeah, law. his own mind, something. Yeah, that he thought he was going crazy. But it's, it's not because the voice says, You're just like, oh yeah. He's goodness. like, hey, he goes, He goes. you think you survived? He says, Seven times yeah. getting shot. You think you survived that? And you think you survived the the odds you were in, yeah. he's like without help. He's like, no, we had a deal. You know what I mean? And, uh, he's like, don't worry. He's like, you know, get, you're gonna forget. But there was a price, and you know, you just see the scene, the big page, right? The yeah. single page, the single page. He's looking at his wife, his son, and his daughter, and uh the and you see the logo. skull is in the yeah. background, or whatever. So poetic, uh, uh, so beautifully done, and you're just like, no, like this. Like no, like rock, again. Man. Derek Robertson does a really good job because you can tell Amazing. Frank's actually shaking. Yeah, and you and never he see holds Frank his Frank wife
1: like that. super tight. Yeah, and the voice tells him again, like Sam saying, "You won't even remember this, mm-hmm. so just hold him tight while you can. Hold him tight while you can, because we're going to be friends for a
0: long time." Yeah, you know,
1: you're like, oh, yeah. Man.
0: So, guys, that pretty much concludes Born. Yeah, um, such a fucking great story. I don't know if I reread it. I, I know that I've reread it multiple times, but I don't. I've reread it in a while until I reread mm-hmm. it right now. And I just remembered how much I fucking love it. And if you're a Punisher fan and if you're not a Punisher fan, read this book. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. It's amazing. It's a great fucking story. Even if you just like, I just like the Punisher movies or the Punisher show on Netflix, but you wanna know a little bit more and you wanna read one story, read Born, guys. You can tell um, where he gets his skills from,
1: where he gets his missions from, mm-hmm. his you know everything, his mindset, everything. Shit, it left me with more
0: questions. Double A, I was like, man, I want to hear about those first couple of years. Where's Oof. the year yeah, one right? Punisher military yeah. story? I, I need uh-huh. Gardenis to write it though. I've got to have that. Anyway, yeah, because it's he does so,
1: such a great job. Yeah, so like I told
0: CM, you know, when we got the player of meeting
1: Gardenis, I was like, this is the story that's like a no brainer. I. Had this in my hand right away. The first thing I didn't even think about Preacher as you one, I thought about this yeah. one. Right.
0: Um,
1: again, he does a great job of the storytelling, the war, the perspectives of war, mm. the American
0: duties, you know, yeah. the American mission, you know, all yeah. that stuff. It's it's a story of, of, Frank Castle becoming, you know, becoming in a sense, the Punisher, mm-hmm. um, without, you know, it outright being that kind mm-hmm. of story. Mm-hmm. It takes a kind of this supernatural aspect yes. we talked about. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about that a little bit i want to talk i want to i want to kind of open up that with you a little bit um yeah. you know uh what do you think the voice was i mean we i think so that i thought initially... it was like angel of death, death okay i thought it was a demon at first yeah when i first heard it i thought it was yeah. the devil too he pretty much yeah. made a deal with the yeah. devil i thought what I mean? so too but he was saying
1: that he they were in the same type of line of work so right. i was like okay well the devil doesn't kill he's an influencer right the demons don't kill their influencers right uh um, yeah. death it had, to be a yeah, it had to be death, the reaper, or the angel, angel of Dance. death.
0: Yeah. Um, there's really uh double A owns the uh trade paperback here, which I, I have the four single issues, uh, but uh, he has the trade paperback and it's really cool because it has a lot of extra notes in it. Um notes from it looks like what Garth Ennis' letter was, I guess, to Marvel proposal. To, yeah. to write it. And it also has um Derek Robertson talking about kind of like the inspiration for the base yeah inspiration for Soldiers. the base yeah he talks about how the associate editor gave him pictures of his mm-hmm. dad's stuff Um really cool stuff guys Uh we can't say enough about it Um I did want to say though just what a great job that uh, you know Derek Robinson does on the art and that again mm-hmm. like I mentioned uh, Nick Lowe was like the associate editor yes. I think mm-hmm. he uh, Derek Robertson went to him and he lent him his dad, uh, David Lowe's actual like Vietnam, Vietnam uh, photo, book. photo mm-hmm. book. And I mean, guys, if you look at these pictures in the back of this trade paperback, yeah. I, I myself now plan to pick up the trade just to have this yeah. extra parts uh that are not in mind. But uh the pictures are just so gritty, so uh real. And you can see how Derek was very influenced. Yeah, yeah, Very influence was captured. He's even got pictures of the associate editor's uh, dad in there David Lowe. and shit me in double uh, A here. we agree kind of looks like how Goodwin is drawn. You know? yeah. it must be like, I wonder if it's a tribute. And he also says in here he goes into the fact that um I guess that um, David Lowe's son, Nick Lowe, the associate editor, let him read it, and that he was really impressed very by born yeah. So that's yeah. saying a lot as far as like a Vietnam yeah. story and a, and, a, and a war story. Yeah. Um, but again, guys, it's a, it's a Punisher story, yes. but it's a war story, and again, yeah. Garth masterfully ties in you know thoughts and maybe feelings on the war, um, but but does it in a way that's very palatable. It's oh, not yeah. heavy handed yeah. and. uh I mean, it's just a fucking great book, man. Yeah. I mean, but, um, yeah, with the hint of supernatural. Yeah, with the hint of that. I, I love, love, love that aspect. I can't say enough uh, yeah. good stuff about it. And again, how we both initially thought kind of different things. I thought the devil right away. Yeah. You thought a demon. So yeah. kind of the same thing. And then we're like, you know, some people might say, oh, well, it kind of like fucks up the Punisher mythos. It's like, it, you know, but I, I don't think so. I think it just no. adds to it. You know, I think I mean? so. And we don't know. You know what I mean, again, it could have been his own. It could, it doesn't, it's not really explained. It could be Frank's own inner, yeah. the inner darkness of a yeah. man or whatever that's there. You know what I mean? Shit. Somebody might argue, hey, if Frank's fucking family hadn't been killed, maybe Frank becomes a serial killer anyway. You know what I mean? But, yeah. but again, it's like this thing that was the hinge. You, yeah. You know?
1: Cause again, when you're reading this, he's just, he's so into the war. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Sergeant Barnes from Platoon. All right you know right. how is this man going to go back you're just thinking that the whole time how is yeah. he going to go back home to his normal life <laughs> <This> <laughs> you know it's become it's ugly you know, yeah it's very it's ugly. become
0: him yeah pretty you know? much pretty much man but um yeah i mean this is just a great a great great, great. telling and it's only four story. issues yeah four it's issues. a very quick read i was really surprised how quick i read it and how yeah. how, how it's so much fun to read and you're reading yeah. it so mm-hmm. you know it's such a good story that you read it really quick like probably less than 30 minutes yeah. i mean yeah super quick but uh a lot in the uh, book and a lot and of story you can get this on trade
1: uh, yeah just trade you don't have to buy the issues and uh, you can get it. it's very
0: reasonable price mm-hmm. i think on the back of your yeah it was only like 14 yeah 14 yeah i'm sure on yeah, amazon so i might even find it cheaper It might be cheaper because this but, uh, is from 2004 so beautiful soft cover the cover the four individual issues each have beautiful covers mm-hmm. um by the uh cover artist who was um, let me see his name right here i'm looking at it um Weaslaw will uh each one is like a soldier you know yeah. what i mean and the helmet different and the skull revealed and so you're just getting like different it, it goes everything goes so perfectly yeah. together yeah, like, is. garth does such a great job i don't know if he always gets to choose who he works with i imagine he does because he yeah. works with a lot of the same yeah. people but i mean what a what a way to lead up to the punisher that we get mm-hmm. in his version uh my favorite version of the punisher uh second would be the John Bernthal version, the Netflix uh, series and, and the Daredevil series. But uh what about you, uh double A? What is your zero? You have a favorite punisher, favorite yeah, you know? Bryce Stevenson in the war zone.
1: Oh, okay, great, yeah. great, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's cheesy uh, a lot, but you know what? I think they just get his character more down in that one. Probably yeah. captures a lot of yeah. the Garth Ennis version. Yeah, where he just so. it's no prisoners, takes yeah. no prisoners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And but Bray I would,
0: Stevenson is big. Oh, yeah, big guy. Yeah, fucking big guy, yeah. Man, so but I would say that you'd probably put Carthness's punisher. Oh, yeah yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah. that mm-hmm. version. Yeah, no, his version, yes. All the I would strongly
1: recommend. After reading this one, I would say read his run. His run is mm-hmm. super awesome. Yeah. Created great new characters, great stories. Um, they're all pretty much almost like kind of reality based stories. Yeah. You know, stuff that could really happen. Yeah. So, a couple of things in there are
0: a little bit iffy, but over, you know, yeah. Soon, but I mean,
1: overall, if you want to see what the Punisher probably was supposed to have been, read Garth Dennis and. And Steve Dillon's room. Yeah, yeah, yes. Steve Dillon. It works with them a late lot. Great, Steve it. Dillon. Yeah, the late yeah. great Steve Dillon. Rest in peace. Always, we always say that because we love Steve Dillon. Yeah. He's no longer
0: with us. We love creature.
1: We love Dre Constantine. All this yeah. stuff that he's worked on. You'll love boys. You'll love Punisher. And
0: again, it's that signature artwork. You see it, you're like, oh, this is Steve Dillon art or whatever. And some people kind of say like, <laughs> yeah. oh, well, some of his stuff looks the same, but he does faces and everything <laughs> yeah. so perfect. And Frank has his own identity, and you feel yeah. like Frank is this big fucking guy. Yeah. He takes on the Italian mob. Yeah. He's in New York you know, where he belongs in the fucking streets and the grime. Um, he takes on, you know, uh, a numerous people we just talked about. We want to eventually touch on a, a very like underrated villain. known as Barracuda. Barracuda yeah. that, that Frank goes head to head with. That is fucking yeah. fantastic. And in fact, I need to probably get those from you and reread those yeah. um, myself. Cause I don't think I have those or I'm going to pick those up on Amazon yeah. someday, so, sometime soon here. So we can have those, but that's another great, uh, Punisher mm-hmm. story. So, um, guys, that's uh, pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts on, on uh, the weekend, double-A, the 4th of July? Guys, have a good
1: the 4th of July. If you're in Texas or anywhere of the hot spots, please stay safe. Mm-hmm. Please wear a mask. Yeah. Um, it's spreading like crazy here in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Me and Sam are trying to do everything we can to stay clean. Yeah. So please just do your best and we can go back to uh, our lives, our real yeah. lives. Yeah. The test yeah.
0: is not fun. I, I have loved ones very close to me that have had it recently. Uh, not the not the virus, but been tested, and they said the test is not fun. They were thankfully, yeah. uh, both negative, but um, don't put yourself through that, guys. Wear a yeah. mask. I mean, like, yeah. you know, just follow the rules, regulations, yeah. wash your hands, all this stuff. We, yeah. we know that, guys. We want this thing to go away. Yeah. We want to get back to having yeah. fun on the 4th of July, mm-hmm. and, and we want to get back to, you know, fireworks, fireworks, yeah. man. Yeah, our beaches
1: are closed down here in Texas, mm-hmm. our beaches are closed, parts are closed. Yeah, everything's closed, bars are closed. So. Yeah, bars closed. We want to get back to a bar, have a
0: cold pint. We want to get back yeah. to, uh, you know, conventions, guys, yeah. comic book cards, stuff, man. you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, movies, going to the yeah. movies, shit, you yeah. know what I mean? But, um, hey, guys, a little bit of uh, other stuff. But before we head out um, on the 4th of July, uh, guys, again, uh, we still have our contest going on. We don't have a winner yeah. yet. We want you guys to check out, you know, A has posted up a, a pictures of three albums um you can see them on our we now have a Facebook group by the way too the Friday Night Faithful named after you guys go to Facebook and join the group it's like three questions to get in um you know what I mean and it's just about do you like podcasts and you know you know pop culture yeah. stuff get in join the group tell us your thoughts um you know Look at the pictures for the contest. They're there. They're on Instagram. They're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. Uh, enter the contest. we got something we want to give it away to you guys. So we we're, want we're, we're to do that, but we need an answer first. So we need you to go and check it out. Um, the question, again, is we're going to put it here on this episode as well. What did the three albums have in common? Yeah. That's the question. We're not putting that part on social media because we want you to look at the pictures there, but listen to the show to know the question. Yeah. So come here and do that. And, again, you can answer us at anchor.fm backslash jafn podcast so it's anchor.fm backslash jafn podcast there's a button there it says message you click it and you can record a little message that comes directly to us it works really easy from your phone uh, my girlfriend tried it out and it was super cool it came right to us and we can actually use that clip in the show so yeah. if you say something that you want to say to us yeah. we can put that into the show if you're you know uh appropriate i mean you know i mean answer the question right i mean you know we we got something for you we definitely want to send that out um additionally the contest for san antonio best of 2020 Uh is still going on um you can go vote at uh sacurrent.com uh click on their list there's three categories we want you guys to uh, really touch on people the people section best local radio show there's two options i don't know how this happened but there's two options (laughs) either just another friday night or just another friday night podcast Pick either one of those guys. They're both us. Um, You know, pick us for us to win that. Uh, Shopping, go to Best Comic Book Store and select Authority Comics. That is our great, good, longtime friend Mario Delgado's shop in Traders Village on 15th Street. It's a badass shop, guys. Amazing, high grade quality books. You know, you're not missing out. And then last but not least, uh, the food and drink section. Best charcuterie board. Uh, go in there and vote for charcuterie to go-go. Uh, that is a great, a great um, locally owned business, female-led mm-hmm. business. Uh, they're amazing. Um, uh, Priscilla Garcia, uh, Kippa Morales, they do amazing meat and cheese boards. Uh, guys that are out of this world. They put their own flair on it. Garlic pretzels, all kinds of Good. Nice. Frickin' food. Look at their right. Facebook. Look at their Instagram. Uh, just make you hungry. Just thinking about it. Let me tell you. Um, and that's it. Um, I think that's pretty much all the stuff we got going on. The road contest has ended, guys. I know last episode we mentioned voting. The voting is now closed. Uh, we're hoping for the best. We don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. But we'll hope. Uh, again, that helps us to get equipment. Uh, if we win that, that's what the contest is for, podcasting equipment. Um, and last but not least, guys, go, again, anchor.fm slash podcast. Become one of our listener supporters. You don't have to. There's no pressure. There's different tiers. Uh, We have our one so far great supporter that uh, pays five bucks a month, um, Aaron Barish. Uh, We love and appreciate him supporting the show. Uh, All that, guys, is going to go right back into the show. We got some things now. We got a great logo idea. We want to do that. We want to use that, put that on business cards, T-shirts, hats, masks. (laughs) Uh, Yeah bumper stickers, guys. But the only way for us to do that is kind of with a little bit of listener support. Um, We're probably going to get it to you anyway, you know what I mean? But once you do do that, we're going to find out some great ways to get you guys some things back for doing the listener support. So, um, you know, again, if you want to do that, totally your choice. We'd appreciate it. And all of it, again, does go uh, right back to us doing stuff for the show, stuff for you guys, better equipment, better sound. And again, products, things you can buy and have and show your support and show your yeah. love and be a part of that Friday Night Faithful community. You guys are the Friday Nighters, mm-hmm. and uh, we want to all be able to show our love by next convention season when this is all over, and we'll see you guys, and we'll ask you to post stuff on Facebook, and we're going to have prizes. We're building up a pile here, and we need to give it away. So yeah. I'm taking up space here and you know Adamantum Adams' house, so <laughs> uh, sign up. Do that stuff, guys. Like us on Facebook. Like us on uh, Twitter. And Instagram, at J-A-F-N Podcast. That's how you can find us. Um, That's it. That's all I got. Adam, Adam, anything else? Oh, just thank
1: you, Friday Night Faithful. Have a great 4th of July. Celebrate America's birthday. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Have fun. Do it safe. And, guys, we're going to remind you, uh, when you're out there and you have an opportunity to do something that you like, seize the day, guys. And when it comes to hopes, your dreams, um, you got to get there. you got to do it. Whatever it takes, guys, do it. Whatever it takes.